Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a wonderful good day to you. This is Brad Zockel with the Heaven Tour. You're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. Wonderful, wonderful time we can have together as we talk about heaven as we find it in the Bible. And I think that's so very, very important each time when we come together that we are seeing what the Scripture says. And so you can take a look at these, and as we always say, according to Acts chapter 17, verse 11, you can imitate the Bereans who would search the Scriptures daily to see whether these things are so. We're talking today about the Psalm Songs of the Afterlife. There have been some attacks in our ministry on people who purport to follow the scriptures and say that there is no afterlife, we stay in the ground, it's going to be it. And I'm not really sure they say they're Bible readers and such and so. I'd like to address this in a simple way. We're going to limit it today in the singing of Israel, in the singing of the Yahweh followers in here, in some scripture that I think that you're going to find very, very powerful here when we look at these passages in the belief, in the joy, in the hope of the afterlife. I'd like to say this first of all, thank you so much for all of your care and your giving and your love in our ministry. 2023 has been wonderful. I have just been absolutely amazed at the steps we've been able to take, the uh, the heights that the ministry has been able to uh, achieve, and really, God is to get all the glory, but... Uh, there's some thanks going to you as well. You have been very, very kind keeping us on your prayer list, and I'm going to ask you to also consider this. If you'll go over to our website, which is theheaventour.com, theheaventour.com, and if you can partner with us in our getting our newsletter, being a part of our prayer chain, well, it's right over there. You can fill that in so easily. Thank you so much for being so diligent on that. I'm going to get right to this here as we get talking, and I I just absolutely love these passages because it's so important. When we see the scripture, we can find out about the God of heaven. When I see there is so much to look at uh, the attributes of God, The, the Father in heaven is not some dictatorial menace that we'll face and constantly run from through eternity. The Christian is given assurance. We know that we have the right Romans chapter 8 and verse 15 to call him Abba, which would be the equivalent of a child calling the father daddy. Such an intimate term. And then we look at one of the attributes in the next chapter, chapter 9 and verse 15, and we look at mercy. When the Lord says, I will give mercy and to whom I will have mercy, compassion, to whom I will give compassion. This is God speaking of his mercy and his love. We also see in Psalm 145 and verse 8 that this God, the Father's home, will have the host, the owner, the Father of the home, Psalm 145 and verse 8. He's gracious. He's merciful. He is slow to anger and great in this wonderful word, loving kindness. You see it all through the scripture, that word kesed. Kesed is the Hebrew word loving kindness. He is just overflowing in this loving kindness and has so many kindnesses to give us in heaven, as we see in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 7. 
Well, let's talk about this. Maybe those in the Old Testament had no idea that there was an afterlife. Maybe they didn't know about the resurrection. Maybe they didn't know about the Messiah, the hope of the Messiah and such. Well, you know, does the Bible say anything? We go to the book of Psalms, which are songs, S-O-N-G-S. That's what a psalm is. And so when we look in these 150 songs, which are known as psalms, we can see the lyrics. It's a shame we don't have the melodies. They must have been so intriguing. But down through the ages, those are lost, but we see the words of these songs. And you know what I keep finding out? The joy of the afterlife with the Father. In the hope of the resurrection, we see this. We, I, I take you back whenever we're taking a look in the scriptures and we see the first manuscript, the oldest manuscript we have in the Bible is the book of Job. And I want you to remember that in Job, in his speech of, under the, the prophetic power from the Lord, he says this in Job 19, verse 23. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book that with an iron stylus and lead, they were engraved in the rock forever. He wants you to know this eternal truth. As for me, verse 25, as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives. And at the last, he will rise up over the dust of this world. Listen so carefully to the next two verses. Even after my skin is destroyed, yet from my flesh I shall behold God, whom I myself shall behold. And that word behold means see. So in other words, it says, from my flesh I shall see God, whom I myself shall see, and whom my own eyes will see, and not ones of another. My heart faints within me. He's so overcome that it's almost like he just feels like he is going to pass out from the joy from this. I'm going to see the Lord, I'm going to see the Redeemer with my own eyes, even after my skin is destroyed. He's talking about the resurrection, the afterlife, the joy of that. We see through the scriptures what wonderful passages here telling us in the Psalms, the 49th Psalm, we see in verses 12 through 19, it gives us this assurance, the comparison between the man of the world who wants all his opulence and all of his honor here in the world as opposed to those who look to heaven. But man, verse 12, but man in his honor, his own honor will not endure. He's like the animals that perish. This is the way of those who are foolish and of those after them who are pleased with their words. As sheep, they're appointed for death. Death will shepherd them, and the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning, and their form shall be for death to consume, the grave to consume, far away from his habitation. But God will redeem my soul from the power of death, for he will receive me. Do not be afraid when a man becomes rich, when the glory of his house increases, for when he dies, he won't take any of it. His glory will not descend after him. For while he lives, he blesses his soul, and men will praise you when you do well for yourself. But his soul shall go to the generation of his fathers. They will eternally not see light. So there's a discussion here within this song of the afterlife, saying when you are aiming on your own to make your glory, that's where it stays on earth. And just like the animals, you'll be gone. But I will say it one more time. Verse 15, 
but God will redeem my soul from the power of death. He will receive me. Wonderful passage in Psalm 49. Then we move over to Psalm 72. And in Psalm 72, we look over at verse 5. Let them fear you, God, while the sun endures, and as long as the moon, from generation to all generations. Continually, there will be there. It tells us later on, down through here, let all the kings bow down to him, all the nations serve him. And we see that actually in Revelation chapter 21. They will bring their glory to him in all of that. Rule to the ends of the earth, it says in verse 8. Once again, verse 5. Let them fear you while the sun endures, as long as the moon, from generation to all generations. We're getting the hint of eternity, which takes us into chapter, uh, I'm sorry, the, the 73rd Psalm. Psalms are not really chapters, they're complete songs. So we take a look here, and whenever we see that the song is of looking at people of the earth and how they have riches now, but no riches later on. When my heart was embittered and I was pierced within, it says in verse 21, continuing, then I was senseless and arrogant. I was like an animal before you, Lord. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You have taken hold of my right hand. With your counsel, you will lead me and afterward take me in glory. Afterward, take me in honor. Who have I in heaven but you? Besides you, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the rock of my heart and my portion forever. Forever. For behold, verse 27, those who are far from you will perish. You have destroyed everybody who is unfaithful to you. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have set Lord Yahweh as my refuge, that I may recount all your works. What does it say again? With your counsel, Lord, you will lead me and afterward take me in glory. These are just a few of the promises we find, and those are just within the Psalms. Promises of the afterlife, promises of joy. Isn't that absolutely amazing? And so we can look at these and we can rejoice. Take a look at them yourself. Go through them, study them, and rejoice in those. Thank you so much. This is Brad here, Questions About Heaven. Hey, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on one of the uh, TikTok times or the YouTube times, send it to me. My email is brad at theheaventour.org, brad at theheaventour.org. I'd love to hear from you. Take care, my friends, and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end of year gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.